I'm the first to the party, please do not get the boy started Step back and drop 50 like Harden, insistent I need no assistance I make my own shots, you can't stop me, there's no way to guard him Except that you won't catch me flopping, you bring up a topic I'm catching the ball, never dropping, we covering every option Don't matter if we talking basketball, football or boxing We gon' acknowledge it, skip all the politics Honest opinions on top of that polished With no need to push an agenda, unlike the pretenders Who forcing your face, who they riding with We gon' talk real facts, Hey, noise you can kill that We the ones bringing the skill back, No, you can feel that No, you been waiting on someone to bring you the real back Party time, party time, excellent Turn it up, we turn to ups Never late, don't mistake us for no other bullshit shows Cause we the one Party time, party time, excellent Turn it up, we turn this up Never late, don't mistake us for these other shit shows Cause we the one, oh yeah Big stats, big stats, big stats, big stats Big stats, big stats, big stats Big stats, big big What up, dog? What's the deal? Training camp open today, man. Football is popping. Football is back. Smell the grass. Yes, yes. This is that was our last weekend that just passed. That was our last weekend of no football until February of 2020. Man, we in this motherfucker. We now. back, dog. Next week <laughs> we got the motherfucking Hall of Fame game. Yes, sir. Hard knocks start up in two weeks. Yes, sir. Preseason smack a motherfucker in the face. Oklahoma drill. But first, we're going to start off with this motherfucking boxing. Big fight that happened this past weekend, Oh, man. yes. Oh, Manny yes. Pacquiao, Keith Thurman. Yes, sir. Breeze, give me, your, give me your thoughts on it, man. First give of me. all, man, I had already said that uh, I felt like Pacquiao was going to win. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I said I thought he was going to do, he did. He outboxed Keith Thurman. You got to remember that that guy, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He not only just using his hands, he using his feet, he using his brains, the angles that he using it. He way too quick for Keith, you know what I'm saying? And then he still got a little power, as we seen with the knockdown in the first round. All-time great. You know what great. I'm saying? He, he is a Hall of Famer. He's an all-time great. So, like I said, he performed that way. He performed that way. And I, and, and I want to also give credit to Keith Thurman, though, because after that knockdown, boy showed championship heart. Let's not take nothing away from him. He just mm-hmm. ran up against a guy that was better at the sport than him. A great, a legend. If he'd put on that show against somebody else, he probably would have dominated them. Yeah. Um, kudos to Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, somebody I ain't never really fuck with. Me. Somebody that I always felt like uh, attached his name on the Floyd Mayweather. Oh, we gonna get to that. To get uh, <laughs> to oh, get yes. the recognition for sure and things of that nature. Uh, but a tremendous fighter, uh, tremendous showing last week. Uh, big fight, um, but uh, Keith Thurman showed me a lot too. And I and first of all, before I start on Thurman, Thurman was a bitch in my eyes before the fight. And so I started thinking about it, uh, doing a lot of d- ducking and dodging, running uh, from the young dudes, the new guys. Yeah, uh, Bud Crawford name would come up, Errol Spence name would come up, and he would basically dodge him, duck him, dodge him. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, he this, this motherfucker holding the belts hostage. Pissed me off. And then I started thinking about the situation. And I started thinking about if I was in Keith Thurman's situation. You got to remember that Keith Thurman before Earl Spence and Bud Crawford were even top names in the welterweight division. He was Earl Spence. He was Bud Crawford. Cause he, 
because Floyd wasn't Floyd wasn't trying to take that fight. Yeah, he and was, at that time Pacquiao he wasn't trying to take that fight because yeah. Thurman was dangerous and he was knocking everybody out in that division. These guys, uh, these guys were 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 not giving him his his fight, his big payday. Uh, he was you know delegating the fighting guys, uh, older guys or whatever, and knocking them out. And then until he got his fights with Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, which he won. Right, both of them. And he, he won both of those fights and became uh, a welterweight champion before Bud Crawford and before Earl Spence and was still looking for uh, the big payday. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, those guys give you the biggest payday in boxing. Uh, the best fighters in boxing are Bud Crawford and Earl Spence. Yes. But as far as the biggest names and the biggest payday is Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. Powerful still, Powerful. still Mayweather, and he not even, you know, he's not even active. So you got to look at where I come from on this on this situation is you got to look at uh, Keith Thurman and you say man I, I pay my dues or whatever and the risk is not greater than the reward fighting Spence right now is only going to have me lose my big payday against Pacquiao and give him my big payday so if he pro and what he was doing was prolonging the fight with Spence and and and, and Crawford. To lock down his fight with Pacquiao, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, it turned out to be a smart and cerebral move, and I and I, I, I commend Dog for that. Do I think he'll fight him? I think he'll fight them now that he, you know, he got that fight out the way, got his payday. Now that's something that we talked about earlier in the week. We, we ain't talked about it. We like really just lightly touched on it on our on our Facebook page, uh, First of the Party Facebook page. Make sure make sure y'all go follow that. Uh, we lightly touched on where do we go now in a welterweight division. Mm -hmm. The welterweight division is my favorite division because of how stacked and competitive it really is. The talent is is with the little guys right now. Mm -hmm. That's what we dealing with, the and it's been division. like that for some years now. Yeah, it's yeah, really been yeah. like that for some years. Probably the last ten years. I, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Now I will say this: it's not been the biggest. It's not. It hasn't been all the craziest knockouts. That you probably used to see if you older. So if you listening mm -hmm. to this and you older and you and you was kind of you you remember ordering Tyson fights and then only getting two round three round. It's not that type of boxing, but it's more of the sweet science. Mm -hmm. You gotta understand like boxing. If you know boxing, if you ever tried boxing, you understand how difficult it is. So to see some of these guys, more Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, Lomachenko, these are masters of the craft. Yeah. And I say that to say this: the welterweight division, man, is extremely competitive. It's extremely hard, and it's very very skillful i mean honestly and I, I haven't been around too long but this is probably the the most skilled class uh in, in this last well, i don't know five to six years i've ever seen in boxing you know hands down so thurman was smart and very cerebral and strategic and going about his business yeah his job is to get a payday as a fan pure bullshit yeah but I have to wear both hats. I have to be a, a fan and I have to try to be an analyst, a professional analyst at the same time. Professional analysts will tell you that Thurman maneuvered this situation the best he could. The only thing he didn't do was capitalize with a W. Yeah. But he did everything right. But as a fan, you're like, bro, you bitched up. You gave away the belts. He gave up the belts because he was talking about he was hurt. Yep. But he didn't start getting hurt until he started, in my opinion, he didn't start getting hurt until what? We start seeing Arrow with these highlight knockouts. We start seeing Bud dropping people. And he doing it conventionally. Bud out here switching stances. He's showing, like, mastery of their craft. Now, all of a sudden, you injured. You just came off the big fight with Danny Garcia. Your name was bubbling. Your name was hot. But like I said, did he maneuver it the right way? Yes. Did I feel like it was a, quote, unquote, old school true champion? 
No, no, yeah. no, not at all. I agree with that. Not at all. I agree with that. Um, I, I, and going back to the fight, I feel like Manny dominated, or Manny Manny was winning the first five rounds, mm-hmm. and then you started seeing Thurman start imposing his will and landing a lot of shots. He actually outpunched Manny by I think twenty punches. Yeah, he he outpunched him. The cl- if you watched it, you can watch if you watched the fourth, fifth, sixth round right in a row in the right hand side, it showed punches landing. Yeah, you could see the dramatic change like. Pacquiao number didn't move for a little minute, and Thurman number just started to increase, 140, 142. And that's like, where Man. I think you've seen uh, everybody was talking about the scorecards, and oh, everybody just saw the Manny, uh, Manny knockdown in the first round mm-hmm. and caught him in a, with the body shot in round 10. Mm-hmm. We all have to remember this. When you watch a Manny Pacquiao fight, when, Manny has a, a huge fan base. These these people come from the Philippines. A lot of other, you know, a lot. He's a, a, a big fan base. Some of the commentators too. Let's keep yeah. it real. Some of the commentators are Manny Pacquiao fans. They wanted him to beat Floyd. You know what I'm saying? He, they are fans. So when they commentate, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah. When you watch his fight, sometimes you got to watch it with the sound off. And that's one thing I'm, I got to give you credit for because you the one, Tony, uh, Tony, Harrison. Tony Harrison, when he fought against Charlo, Fudge, you called me and you said, listen, watch the fight. With the sound off. Just watch the fight with your own eyes. Call me back. Tell me what you think. I called him back and I'm like, I have a different opinion, sir. <laughs> because that jab, he was sticking Charlo as that jab. Yeah. I do think Charlo still won. Charlo dazed him. He had more punches that were more. I feel like Tony was a boxing and, and Cuz was fighting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like he did enough to win, but he didn't. But, but back to your point with the uh, Thurman. Yeah, and that Pacquiao fight, I watched the fight three times, two with sound, two with sound, one without. I still came away with uh, with the same idea that Pacquiao won, but I will tell you this: I didn't feel like he won so convincingly. Yeah, and that's the, and that's where it gets to. Um, Adrian Broner got you know Adrian Broner been talking shit, um, and Adrian Broner why uh, he, he been talking shit because a lot of people start giving Adrian Broner praise after the fight because when Broner fought Pacquiao. I guess Pacquiao looked a little stronger against Thurman than he did against Broner. Mm-hmm. And I remember Broner saying, oh, he felt like he won. You know, people, you know, I feel like I won. He so always say he felt like he won. I went back and I watched the Broner fight without the sound. And I might say, I'm going to tell you this, that nigga like he won that fight. And the reason why I say that is because you're going to see a lot of Pacquiao throwing a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. But he's missing a lot of those punches. And some of them punches ain't really hitting how you think they are. They hitting hitting. arms and shoulders. And as a boxer, that's what you want. You want my forearm. Please hit my shoulder. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hit my elbow. Just don't hit none of the sweet spots. The only issue with Broner is he don't throw. He don't throw punches. He don't throw enough punches. And it's okay to be a counter puncher. I feel like there's a lot of great boxers that are counter punchers. You know what I'm saying? But they active, though. Because once they pop your ass, Mm -hmm. here come they combinations now. And what he do is, you know, he don't. And I, I'll go back and I'll say this. I, I don't think he won the fight. I just think he he done a really good job with the fight. But he could have won the fight if he threw more punches. Broner got too much talent to be doing the bullshit that he do. I think Broner still shook for Madonna. <laughs> she might be. I know, and I, I say that because <laughs> the fights that he he's been losing lately mm-hmm. ain't been like he been getting knocked out. He ain't been dropped since. Yeah. He been dropping other motherfuckers when he throw his hands, but he ain't been dropped since. But if he threw, he's right there in the pocket to throw the punches. He need Earl and Charlo trainer. Maybe. 
Maybe even Bullet Train. He might just need to go back to the basics. I think I think I think Broner need to go on vacation and by itself. Yeah, no phone. No phone. No, nobody no, no entourage. entourage. And just be like, man, what the fuck? Let me get back to where what got me here. You know what I'm saying? But back to the, the Thurman, I felt like when you watch the uh watch the fight without the sound, Thurman was very effective. Uh we all know that Manny can't fight on his back foot. Mm. He a forward pressing. But fire. Manny Manny Thurman give was giving him two good minutes. And then Manny are going a little spree of just throwing punches. Mm-hmm. And I think that people was just getting mesmerized by, oh, he's so fast on these punches. And he's not even landing them. And, you know, they gave him the fight. Uh, uh, but let me, let's talk about this, though, because I don't want to fully discredit his skill. Yeah. When you watch the fight, a lot of the times, man, like I said, because I, I, good big, big matches, man, mm-hmm. I always watch more than once. It's like a tradition for myself. I watch more than once. The first fight, I'm probably watching it live. So I'm going yeah. off of my instinct. I'm hyped with the crowd. I, every ooh and ah, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. The second one, I'm looking at it from a more strategic perspective. Point. The third one, I'm watching no sound, and I'm also looking at their feet. People do not understand how important their feet is. Pacquiao's footwork was way better than than, than Thurman's. He moved, he was moving. So, and that's another reason why I'm not. I, what I'm saying is by him being able to slide to the left, he wasn't just going straight back trying to dodge. He moving left, he moving right. He he keeping space, and then he know when to come in. Thurman was giving Pacquiao extremely too much space. Yeah, he should. He was a bigger man. He should have been hounding him. Well, and, and it wasn't helping too because okay, Pacquiao missing. I might hit a couple. I miss, but then when he do hit you, you see Thurman, his head snapping back. He he his his body language is telling you like, damn, I just got hit. So you got to take that into account too. And I think the reason it's rare that you hear somebody say you're the bigger man. You want to get on the inside and fight the smaller guy. You you think that you want to st- stick on the outside, keep him at bay with the jab. You know what I'm saying? And and, and boxing, you know, use the jab, the straights. You know what I'm saying? And keep him on the outside because he has to get inside to get to you. But with Manny Pacquiao, the way his onslaughts are, the way he comes, he doesn't come with one punch. He doesn't come the traditional way of, you know what I'm saying, trying to get on the inside, using the shoulders to get in on the inside. He comes with about three or four punches from different angles to where you can't, you don't see him coming. You know what I'm saying? He's so fast. His footwork is really good. He's almost like karate. And see, Thurman, too. Thurman... Just another thing I was disappointed. Thurman is a veteran. No excuses. The world champion. You had Pacquiao on the ropes. You always let him off. But this is the thing, too. Stop headhunting at that point, right? Why not hit this man in the body? Well, hit, you, hit him wherever you can. Well, Manny Pacquiao is 40 years old, but he's still fast as fuck. Yeah, but see, he, this is the thing, too. You're right. 100% he fast, but he was quick, too. But you know what else is From so, his side to side, he was, I mean, like, damn, he was that's moving what around. so hard to fight against. It do. And that's why you got to give Floyd even more praise. Floyd neutralized that. Floyd. Yeah. So, damn, that, that got me thinking, how fast, how really fucking fast is Floyd ass if that's what Manny looked like against another a champion. That's a champion we talking about. Yeah. Ain't no average Joey fought. Well, you know, to, to Pacquiao's credit, everybody know I'm a Mayweather fan. Facts, me too. I fuck with Mayweather. Heavy. Pacquiao, they said he had a torn uh, oh, labrum. That's what we was going with that. Okay. Yeah, I heard, torn, I heard about it. He had a torn labrum. You know, I guess they showed the, the x-rays and everything, I mean, and they said hey, it was hey, legit. Hey, that's karma, though, because, I mean, how many years have we speculated that he was on drugs? I mean, he was on steroids, though. And then on this fight, you know they said there wasn't no drug testing for this fight. And he looked. could have been back on that shit again. could have been back on a needle. could have been back on that needle. But. <laughs> Fucking Thurman up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he could have. But, you know, you look at. You look at the possibilities of what what can happen afterwards. Yeah. Where does Thurman go? Where does Pacquiao go? 
I think Pacquiao wants to go Floyd next. Yeah, it's clear. It's all on Twitter. I think uh, Maypac Two is what he called it. And called and, him counterfeit money. Hashtag counterfeit money. I said, oh he. And I think this he going. <laughs> I think this. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit on Floyd. Floyd got on Instagram and said he's been he's just trying to continue to put his name on 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 uh put his name on my name and. Use my name to come up. This is why I call Bush. And now, now did look. look. When he's with Bobby Brown, that's exactly what he did. He fought all Floyd's leftovers, made a name for himself, and everybody was on him. This is why I call Bush on Floyd. This fight that happened this past Saturday was not Mayweather Promotions. No, no. It was. It wasn't Mayweather Promotions. Name was not anywhere on this fight. But and Floyd was in the ring before the fight. Floyd was in the ring yeah, I before and after the fight. I missed that part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you, if you don't want this man to put your name in his mouth, in his mouth, mm-hmm. after you know y'all got history, after you know that he said it was because of his shoulder, the reason why he didn't perform well in the fight or the reason why he lost, why do that? I think that Floyd and, May, and Pacquiao about to fight again. I, I ain't mad at that. I, I, I'm I'm not mad at that. Uh, if they do fight again, I'm gonna pay for it. I'm gonna watch it. We gonna talk about it. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. lot of people crying. I'm not gonna pay. You gonna pay for it? You you. If you're a boxing fan, you gonna pay for it. But this is what I want to say, right? I gotta ask you a question mm-hmm. on record. Was Floyd lying? About what? About what he said about Pacquiao. What he said and before before the fight. I'm talking about after the fight, not before the fight, because I'm not for sure. I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a little lost on before the fight. I'm talking about what he said on social media, on Instagram after the fight. What he said in our quote is this: "This man, and he wasn't talking about Pac. He was talking about Pacquiao, but he wasn't talking to Pacquiao. He talking to the media. Yeah. He said y'all attached his name to my legacy to build his legacy, his entire career." Is that not true? The first time I, I and we, we, me and you are both heavy boxing fans. The first yeah. time I had ever heard about Manny Pacquiao is when they was considering that he was better than Floyd. That was the first time I ever heard about this guy. He's never. He's not wrong about that. Exactly. He's not wrong. So is he? So so yes. I feel how you feel. Call the bullshit, but let's also call it what it is. Mm-hmm. He telling the truth. A lot of motherfuckers hate the truth. He telling that shit. I feel like he's telling the truth, but in this instance right here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> because you don't have a right to say anything about Manny Pacquiao calling you out because you're in the... You didn't see so any, you, any other welterweights in the ring before the fight. Because if anything, after the, fight, the person that should have been in the ring should have been Bud. Should have been Errol. Them the niggas that I would have been in the ring. You didn't see Spence in the ring. And Spence was there. You didn't see... You didn't see... Charlo uh, was... They was there. Everybody was there. You didn't see Bud in the ring. You didn't see none of them in the ring. You didn't see Broner in the ring. You got in the ring. You had to be seen. Yeah. You made yourself seen. Of course, people are going to talk about you now. That's but that. But we all know that's Floyd. Yeah, that's Floyd. But that, and that, and that's what kind of made me upset about the situation. You can't sit up here and cry. But, oh, this man, he's attaching his name to my legacy and this and that. Dog, let my man have his his shine right now. Right. You retired. You at the crib, right? You chilling. Watch the fight with you making with videos. You making videos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you making watch, fifty cent quality yeah, videos. Yeah, watch the watch the fight with Spence. Watch the fight with Bud Crawford. Sit the fuck back, relax, enjoy retirement. So look, let me ask you some more questions too, because we we gotta kind of push it forward just a little bit. Where do we go? Because okay, so you you think Floyd 
and, and, and Pacquiao will fight again. Now, let's just use that really quick because we, we got to branch off on two sides of this. Uh-huh. We got to run down that area of Floyd and Pac-Man fighting, but then we also got to look at what if they don't fight. So we got to look at the whole landscape really quickly. What does the landscape look like, in your opinion, if there's the rematch? If there's Maypac 2, then what? What does the rest of the what does the rest of the field look like? What do, what do we they, have to look forward if to? If they fight, I'm gonna watch it. I, I will watch it. 100. I'm 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 gonna be into the fight because of the storylines of what if Manny was hurt, things of that nature. Part of me wants Floyd to just stay away. Right. That's the fan of me at Floyd. You undefeated. You don't have nothing else to prove. You beat him. Leave, leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? We all know you can only play with fire so many times until yeah. you get burnt. You know what I'm saying? And you get older. time, all that shit. It's you undefeated. Know? He was older than Pacquiao when they fought the first time. He's still older than him now. You know what I'm saying? If they fight, um, I think you can see uh, Earl Spence, Thurman. And then I see... Blockbuster. Man. Yeah, I, I see Earl Spence, Thurman, pay-per-view. And then eventually, probably in uh, two years... Or at the end of the year when Bud is out of his contract with top rank, then you see Crawford Spence. If if Crawford is still undefeated. I can see a uh small deals with Al Heyman sending fighters like Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, uh Broner over there to fight Bud. But I can't see uh send him. You can't. him sending Spence over there to fight Bud. And it's not because oh he's afraid of Bud or he think Bud would beat him, but it's the money. It's the, it's the risk and the reward. They This is what Bob Aram does. He'll take a fighter and he'll seclude him from all the competition. He did it with Pacquiao. Floyd was his own promoter and he worked with Al Heyman. It wasn't hard to get guys like to get the Golden Boy fighters to fight Floyd. It wasn't hard. You know what I'm saying? They all wanted the payday. They all wanted to be the one to beat Floyd. So that's why you seen Mosley's, Kodos, you seen the De La Hoyas, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Hattons, sure. all those guys, all those guys fight Floyd. Mm-hmm. When they lost, all lost to Floyd, they had nowhere else to go. So now we have to go do business with the devil. Let's get another payday. Pacquiao, attach his name to Floyd, get that payday. Al Heyman isn't going to send Earl Spence over there to fight uh, Porter, I mean uh, Crawford. And say Crawford beat him. Now, all the belts, welterweight belts, is over there. Now, Bob Aram don't have to have, you don't, not, don't have shit. to fight. You don't have to fight none of the PBCs, none of Al Heyman's guys, because he got all the belts. If Earl beats, if and when Earl beats Sean Porter, he'll have two of the four welterweight titles. Right. PBC still has three of the welterweight titles because Pacquiao has the other one. Earl. Crawford has he's the only one over there on top rank and he's not fighting nobody. He not and, I, and that's what makes me worried about Bud. As we discussed earlier this week, who who where did he go? Who do we fight? So that's what the landscape will look like. Let's run it down really quickly one more time. You got if if Mayweather and Pacquiao somehow get that back going, then you're gonna have Arrow <laughs> and Thurman and Thurman, right? But then you gotta have somebody for Bud. And like like you just said, it's smart to sense Al Heyman, go ahead and send over a Danny Garcia because Danny Garcia gonna test his ass. Yeah. Danny Garcia, not, I don't think he can beat Bud, but that's gonna be a hell of a fight. It'd be a hell of a Even fight. Even Porter weird ass would be a, a decent little fight. Somebody because he ain't fought nobody. Yeah, he ain't fought nobody the in that welterweight division. In my opinion, he ain't fought no the name. The guy I would send over there to fight him is AB. Yeah, 
And the reason why I was saying AB is starting to be the motherfucking crash dummy out here. But and I was saying AB. <laughs> one thing AB can do is he can still he can sell a fight. And in this instance, and him and Crawford, that'd be a hell of a twenty-four-seven access. Yeah, Boy. and in this instance, you'll have everybody paying to see to see Broner get his ass beat because a lot of people, everybody love Bud. So in this instance, you won't have the hood or our culture and community behind Broner. So in this instance, this would be the time that Broner actually throw his hands and win. And if he do throw his hands and be mad as fuck at this nigga too. If he do throw his hands and win, it'll be his way of coming back. Now I do. And then bring the belt back over to PPC. And if he don't win, Al Heyman just made a lot of money on pay per view. Fuck it. How I feel about it is this: Let's say money, money Mayweather, he stay retired. He, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Then, this is what I don't want to see, and this is something that you alluded to, but I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the rematch. I don't want to see Thurman a pack two again. And the reason why, now Thurman business-wise, hell yeah. Because Thurman, like, that's another payday. I get another chance. I, I fought this And the fight before. was close. And it was close. And so I he think, potentially could beat Pacquiao. I think time. if they fought again, he'll win. This is my thing, though. Look, man, he has a shot. You know what I'm saying? Nobody got time to be trying to repeat history. Move out the way. Let somebody else get on top. Think, and my thing is this, though. When you Keith Thurman, if all you right now is focused on is rematch of Pacquiao, business-wise, you fucking up. And I'll explain why really mm-hmm. quickly. The reason why, if all you put... I'm not saying that you shouldn't want that as mm-hmm. a as, as that as that money-wise. That's what you should want. That's the biggest name that you can get. That's the big fish. Mm-hmm. Get another shot. If I'm him, that's what I want. But in my mind, if, that's, if you pushing your chips in, all of them in the middle of the table for that... Who is to say that Pacquiao don't take you and he take a risk? He feeling good off that win with you, mm-hmm. and he do go fuck with one of the younger dogs, a Spence or a Crawford. Who do you fight now? If he takes Spence, then that's when you go to Al Heyman and say, send me to go fight Crawford. See, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know if Al going to do that. Is but Al going to do that? Al, Al has nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. He don't have none of the belts no more. So you can go over there and beat and win Crawford and, get a belt. and take the belt and bring it back over here. And now you can have a big pay-per-view. That's going to be a hell of a pay-per-view. Spence beat Pacquiao, Spence Thurman. Because them particular names, bro, like them names, and that's what I kept saying. Like, I understand the payday. I get it. I understand that the payday with Manny Pacquiao is the biggest payday. But sometimes, bro, you can't be so greedy. You just have to take a payday. Mm -hmm. A payday with any big name, and you is going to work. Thurman. If you fight anybody again, it's it's gonna sell. If you fight any of these guys, you don't you and you could be the A side because of your name is bigger. Yeah. You could be the A side. Cause you ain't gonna be the A side when you fight Pacquiao, especially since you lost. Yeah. You ain't go, and you ain't got no belt, you ain't no A side, bro. You're not gonna be no A side. So my biggest thing is this, hey, you, my thing is I'm pushing for Pacquiao if I'm Thurman, but guess what? If I don't get Thurman, I, I mean if I mean if I don't get Pacquiao, I want Crawford. I, I want Crawford. And I think and I think that's a hell of a backup plan. You know what I'm saying? I think it's smart for them to do that. Right now, Crawford don't have a fight lined up. So now, if I and, and Pacquiao just sat up here and said... He over there wasting himself on top rank, bro. He wasting time, man. And, and He old. He not young, man. He he's not, old. He's he older, older fighter. fighter, bro. And and that's the thing that scared me about, about him because you've seen what he did with Pacquiao. He bled Pacquiao, and he tried to create another star in Tim Bradley. I'm scared that he going to do what he did to Pacquiao with Bradley to him. Give a controversial loss and Bud, to try to build see. another fighter to have a trilogy. And Bud, you small. Yeah. And the reason why I say small, because when you talk about this level of boxing, when you so high up, 
it's the small shit. You got skill, but one of the most skillful boxers, if not the most skillful boxer, boxer in boxing, but by how much? Are you truly that much more skilled than Errol? Really? Because you're smaller. We That's an know. advantage that he got. And we don't know how much skilled he is because Mikey Garcia was supposed to be more skilled than Earl. Exactly. And, and he look got what shut happened. out. You know, and, and, and the reason why we say he's smaller is because he this is. cat came from a smaller division. He's not a natural welterweight. He's not. These boys walking around at 154, 60. Bro, they said Earl is right now. He's struggling to stay there. He probably going to move. After he collect a couple bucks, he's probably going to move up again. Like, he, big, he a big guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can see him... Uh, after the uh, Porter fight, maybe after, you know, the, the next fight. Because I think he'll be fighting the top of the year. You know what I'm saying? January, February. I think that would be a big fight for him. You know, pay-per-view, uh, get him somebody like uh, Pacquiao or Thurman. You know what I'm saying? And, look, next week, man, when we do this again, we're going to have to do another segment on boxing. And we're going to let you just kind of talk to our fans and let them know. It's some things that y'all are missing. And there's some things that I was missing, too, as well. But I, I did my homework. But it's some things that y'all miss. There's a lot of fights that y'all talking about, but y'all not understanding the politics of behind the yeah. boxing and why it's not happening. As fans, yeah, we want to see these. But there are three super big promoters, uh, and they have a roster. The three big promoters are Al Heyman, which is a black guy. You got Eddie Hearn, and you got Bob Arum. Those are probably the three biggest boxing promoters. You got right De La Hoya, too, but De La Hoya really doing, uh, he doing all his work with Eddie Hearn and DeZone. Right. So my thing is this. When you got those three guys really monopolizing the game, it's it's really about the money, it, and you know what I'm saying. Don't think that some of these guys are not scared to fight each other. Most most of the time, ain't nobody really scared to fight nobody. It's really always about the money, and it's got to be about the politics too. What they doing? Sell tickets. What they doing is these guys before they get big, before they get to the Spence and the Mayweather promotions stage where they get their own promotion is these guys hungry. They need the promotion to help them, to get their name out there, to get them the fights, to get them on TV. That's why you see guys like Shakur Stevenson fighting on. The uh the undercars of Bud Crawford, uh undercars of Lomachenko. Mm. You know, you see Tank Davis fighting on the undercars, you know what I'm saying? Now he got his own car, but for a lot of times you seen him on the Floyd Mayweather car because nobody knew who Tank was. He needed the fighters, he needed yeah. Al Heyman, he needed that that backing. Now he's this big guy. Devin Haney too is yeah. another young guy. Devin Haney gotta go through that. Devin Very Haney talented, bro. Used him and uh Ryan Garcia has used YouTube and social media and uh, Instagram, Instagram and oh, yeah, shit like that, that shit, to yeah. boost their name. Now Devin Haney already has his promotional backing. He's a young guy, kid with a real good head on the shoulder, but he he got it, man. He got it, the package though. Yeah, and he's so young. He's so young. Him and Shakur Stevens, man. man. And you know, and I'm gonna talk about another guy too who he jumped up way too early. But if I was him, I would have made that jump too. And he got his ass worked. Was a uh, Lubin, young boy from yeah, DC. He, he got knocked out by one of the Charlo boys. He jumped up a little too quick. Don't be surprised if Lubin can he turn that back, around. He just, he just, he just um, Lubin headlined nice, his own uh, car and he did his thing. Lubin nice. There's a lot of young fighters out here, but the promotional, man, it's, it's a lot, man. And these and promoters he, put a lot of money in these fighters. And let me tell you, man, Al Heyman, man, from, uh, he used to box too, man. He's from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. I understand that majority of the big name that you hear in boxing are under Al. Deontay, well, I'm not even gonna go through the list. You can look man. it up. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he got, this man got 85, 90% of the big names. And he finagled his way into the heavyweight division. <laughs> man. Because you gotta look at what he just did. Dog. He just sent. He got everybody on that roster. He just dog. sent a uh, dog over there, Ruiz, mm. to fight 
Joshua. Well, he even got Leo Santa Cruz on his roster. Yeah, but Ruiz just beat Joshua. True. Oh, yeah, that was wild. And now I Dog can sit back and say, fuck you. I don't want to fight you no yeah. more. And now they have a snag in they, and they, and they, you know, in the fights because right now, there's... Josh want to have it overseas, and Dawson, we're going to run it back in New York. Hell yeah. I'm the champion. I'm the champ. I'm A-side now. Home court. What the fuck I won. A, I won. You know what I'm saying? So, so look, man, we've been uh, talking about boxing for a little minute. So, uh, what we got next for the fans, though? What we got? Football. Training camp open today. 18 teams win the training camp today out of the 32. So, man, we're going to bring y'all some uh, NFL, some of that grid. Our next coming up on First of the Party. We appreciate y'all, man. Stay tuned. Let's get it. It's football time, man. Yes, Got sir. some football news. We gonna do our, you know, we usually do our grades and shit. But we're going to hit y'all with some news first, man. All right, man. So, we got to talk about this AP situation. Adrian Peterson, man, they said he made over $100 million so far in his career. But right now, uh, they saying he broke. They saying he bankrupt, man. Like, that shit is wild, It's kind of hard to believe, but, man, you got to. said he was being taken advantage of, man, by multiple different sources in his own camp. <laughs> That's when you start, you know, venturing off from the people that was there with you from the jump. And then sometimes that shit can hurt you, too. You know they said he took out a loan with this company called uh, Thuris Specialty Funding for $5 million. He took out a $5 million loan to pay off a $3 million loan uh, to Plus Own Banking and then a $1.3 million uh, loan to Crown Banking. Mm. So he took out $5 million to pay $1.3, to pay another $3 million, and then... Shit, now, he's, now he owe more because he wasn't able to pay that. Now they suing him for the $5.2 million that he just took. You know what I'm saying? So the good thing is he's still playing. Um, hopefully at, with at this money. Level too. Yeah, he's playing at a real good level. Uh, hopefully he just start investing his money the right way. I think he can come out this hole. Um, it's just kind of sad tough, to see, man. man. We watch AP from, yeah. from when he was He really don't have no answers to how to. I don't know, man. You just got to. Keep surrounding yourself with genuine people, you know what I'm saying, and take care of the ones that's there with you. I can't see how a motherfucker can make a hundred million dollars and be broke over a career, dog. Like, that shit crazy. Then we gotta talk about uh Jerron Reed, Seahawks, uh the defensive tackle for the Seahawks, man, suspended six games, uh breaking NFL personal conduct, aka he had a domestic problem with a female. Uh he actually had that uh when he was with um he was with Dallas. And then Seattle picked him up or whatever like that. So he's suspended for six games now. Um, Man, fellas, gotta fellas. keep your hands off the ladies. Man, come on, dog. <laughs> Shit out of hand, dog. Shit crazy, dog. Y'all, y'all got to get better than this, man. For and real. then uh, Le'Veon Bell, did you hear about him, man? He was on Instagram saying man. that uh, don't be Beyonce don't sing Gary Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I got two I takes agree on that. With him, I got two takes on that. I agree with him. I agree on with that him. shit. But you in New York. Yeah, you got to You got to You you can't let the media get to you. You got to be stronger than that. If you're the superstar that you say you are, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. You can't let them get to you. You can't go out there and say this shit. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, every athlete, every entertainer, all the motherfuckers feel the same way he feel. You can't get on Instagram and show them that you crack. Teams gonna use that as motivation. They gonna use that as bullet to war material. And now the media know that they getting to you. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers need clickbait. They need something to go on the front page. Yeah, you're giving it to them. And, I, I, and what's the name did that too, though? A lot. Uh, it seemed like all the stars in New York do that, though. In every sport, maybe. Yeah, every sport. I mean, Odell. Look at Odell. He in, he in uh, Cleveland now. 
he's, he's somehow still, still tied to that media. You know what I'm saying? And he's still talking about him. And I'm not saying, once again, I'm, I agree with Le'Veon Bell. And I also agree with what uh, Odell said to a certain extent because he was filling the seats. Motherfuckers was coming to seat 13. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, man, you got to be mature and keep that shit to yourself. Because when you, when you come out and speak on that shit, now you're making – this is the distraction that these general managers and owners be talking about. Mm-hmm. Now you're making me bigger than the team. And without this team, you're just another great player. But when you win a championship, you're immortalized. You know what I'm saying? Forever. Forever. You can't take that shit away from me. You've seen what they did to T.O. This motherfucker never got in trouble. Outside of football, never got in trouble. Never. They made this motherfucker look like a fucking villain. Like he was just the worst human being ever. Chad Johnson, they made him like the worst human being ever. You know what I'm saying? But T.O. never got in trouble. And by the time Chad got off the field issues, to my knowledge, it, I think he was out of the league. Yeah. He had been well, out of the league. When well, he had to yeah, went to Miami or whatever. And that's when you get into that fucking VH1 shit. It's yeah. a graveyard. Yeah. But um, when you – Odell, you with a new team. Now you now this is a distraction on this team. Man, come on, man. Just let it go. They fucked up. They know they fucked up. They was wrong. They mistreated you and they disrespected you. Mm-hmm. But let, for right now – Let's focus on Cleveland. Let's focus on getting to the shit. How you feel about Odell saying that he want to play ten more seasons and break Jerry Rice's record? Oh, I think that I think that should be. You should always want to be the best or the greatest of all time. And if he go on this pace, he gonna break it. Damn right. Uh, I don't have no problem with that. I think that's what's Lots, that's positive. I ask though, because some people gonna sit there. You'll hear it soon. A couple of days in the media, he's being selfish. It's not about that record. It's about the team. But I feel like, man, you gotta say that type of shit. You know, you gotta feel like you're the great. You gotta feel like. Uh, you gotta aspire to be one of the greats, and 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 I'm a big f- believer in speaking something into existence. You know, my what I'm thing saying? is this: if you give, if this motherfucker break the yards record, that's positive. That's a positive stat. Most definitely. That means that motherfucker scoring too. True. That means you're winning. If if you giving him the ball and he trying to break that record, that means he's trying to do something to help this team win. Because the one the one thing people don't understand about Jerry having that record. A lot of people just look at Jerry, um, but you got to look into the fact that Jerry was winning a lot. Mm-hmm. That means he was playing more games. He's playing deeper into seasons. He's playing in January still. Yeah. You can't break that record, that certain amount of records, without playing that time. You know what I'm saying? So You need a good quarterback you, to get you the ball. And I think yeah, finally. It's a team effort for motherfuckers breaking the record. That's for sure. Yeah, finally, I think Odell is with a good quarterback. So, um, I just feel like yeah, these guys should, you know what I'm saying, try to be a little bit more quieter. And uh, take as much attention off of them as they can yeah, and put the right type of attention on you. You know what I'm saying? Odell got to grow up some, man. Yeah. I spoke with my homeboy. He a big Odell fan. He a LSU fan. I told him, I said, man, Odell got to grow up. And uh, and see, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's so much ego over there in, in Cleveland. I don't, I don't, I had them being a subpar team. I had them being like one game over 500 or a 500 team because it's so much immaturity. Freddie Kitchens don't have what it takes, in my opinion, to be able to massage uh, and manage those egos. You got this guy was a quarterback coach, quarterback assistant. You know what I'm saying? I Just last every year. Every team has adversity. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What's going to happen when y'all losing and Odell not getting the ball? He might not trip when we losing it. He might say a little something, but I ain't really tripping yet yeah. because we winning and I'm not getting the ball. What's going to happen when David Najuku is your leading receiver and y'all losing? He going to be on there fighting um damn goalie nets and shit again. You yeah. know what I'm and saying? That shit right there, that's where it come down to. And, and like I said, can Freddie Kitchens 
manage these egos? Can he manage these players? That put pressure on Juice, too. Because now the organization know that that's your best friend. Mm-hmm. They know how close you are. Juice, can you talk to him? And then that's going to get tired on Juice. Like, damn, I'm tired of being a big brother of this little ignorant motherfucker. And you got to understand, <laughs> the money maker, the, the baby, the, 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 the king over there is Baker Mayfield. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, Odell and them are the best players, but Baker Mayfield is the he's the end-all, be-all. True. So you better get in line. I'm going to get a shout-out to my homeboy, my favorite Detroit Lion, uh, Darius Pro Bowl Slay. Mm-hmm. Man, he going to be in camp, man. And I, and I knew he was going to be in camp. That's the type of person Slay is, man. He hard worker. He don't never get enough respect and, uh, on, on, on in the national spotlight. He going to rank this man 86 on the top NFL 100. That was disrespectful, mad and disrespectful. Um, and I know that's just a video game, but I'm just using that as fire. Hope you he hear this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He is one of the best corners in the NFL. I've been saying that. A lot of my friends make fun of me. Uh, a lot of my homeboys made fun of me because I was high on Darius Slate early. My dad made fun of me. Mm-hmm. I knew what Darius Slate was going to be. Everybody kept saying we need number one corner. I never said we need a number one corner. I said we need another corner to go with Slate. I knew that he was going to be our number one corner. And uh, he just going to continue to prove, man. But right now, I got him as the, in my lifetime, he's the second greatest cornerback in the Lions history, right behind Drake Block. If he had one or two more seasons how he just had, hell, I'm putting him up there at number one. Especially right. if the Lions start winning. This is the type of shit. <laughs> this, is the, this is the way you handle shit. Him and Snacks Harrison both won contracts. They're both vastly underpaid. Vastly. And Snacks, and then he is not holding out. He will be in camp as well. So um, that's two big pluses already. And these two these two boys went to camp. They voiced their opinions. That's they culture, said, though. Yeah. That's the culture, man. And now that's something that's it. changed here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's something that's changed here in Detroit. A lot of people keep talking about the Lions and same old Lions. This is not the same old Lions. Bob Quinn is not from here. Rod Wood is not from here. Matt Patricia is not from here. These guys have changed the culture. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's saying nobody wants to play in Detroit. Nobody wants to play for Patricia. You got two guys that are underpaid right now, vastly underpaid, and they both reported to camp, and they both owe money. This is how you get your money, man. You don't hold out. I never heard of nobody saying, I want to get paid more money and then start getting fined because they don't show up and hold out. Right, that's what I'm saying. It don't even make sense on a normal, show, on a normal job. You show, you show your commitment to the organization that you're playing for and possibly the future organization that you're not playing for in the, future, in the long run. Get your paper. Go in there. Be a leader. You know, show positivity, positivity all through camp. And the Lions right now, they have, what, $24, $25 million over, you know, over the cap. They have a lot of money far as cap, they can now go out there and and pay these guys. Mm-hmm. They can go out there and pay these guys. And speaking of uh, sitting out, Melvin Gordon, he pulling the Le'Veon bill, but he will not be able to pull it to that extent of not playing the entire season because of the weak-ass contract that he is on right now. If he sits out a certain amount of games, I don't know the exact number right now, he will end up owing the charge. So you don't want to do that, but you do want to sit out and kind of make a point. It's not the contract. It's the uh, it's the it's it's the terms of the agreement. It's the it basically is the it, it is the contract, but it's not. He's on year five. He's going into year five in the NFL, and we're on year five. Damn, that's fast. You know what I'm saying? You you're gonna end up paying back money if you sit out. I don't blame the Chargers. And the reason why I don't blame the Chargers is because last year you missed five games at the end of the season. The year before that, you missed four games at the end of the season. The year before that, you missed three games. We can't give you money if we get to the end of the season 
And when we need you to win the championship for us, you're not 100%. You can't stay healthy. I'm I'm always biased with this. I'm never on the side of the organization. I'm always like, pay that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, business-wise, realistically, of course, uh, if you are injury-prone, if you the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not uh, in there and, and competing, uh, then we basically just paying you for no reason, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I understand. That I don't agree with the Chargers. I understand what the Chargers are doing, and it does make sense. The Chargers is Get that man his money. And But he got to be careful, too, because them backs that he got over there, the guy that's behind that's him, he averaged four, 5.4 uh, yards a carry. That's decent in the NFL. And they was that's undefeated great. when he was out. So they didn't lose a game when he was out. The thing is this with the, the Chargers. Them is filler, the, the offense don't run through Melvin either. The offense really don't run through Melvin Gordon, so that's a nut. Like like Zeke can kind of pull Four that o'clock move. Four o'clock feel. Like like Zeke can kind of pull that move. The offense run through Zeke. Let's just be real. That play action ain't doing nothing if Zeke ain't back there. And that I, offense alone. I disagree with Zeke too. If I'm the Cowboys, I trade Zeke. I mean, what? Because of the off-field shit. I'm just talking about as far as, like, the system running. The system, they offense, I feel like, run through Zeke. You just said the, you just said the key word. What? System. Marion Barber did this. Oh, DeMarco I mean, Murray did yeah, this. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? The system is that offensive line. Now, I think I'm not you, saying I they, think if you put another back back there, the offensive line will open up holes, but they won't be as special when they get to the gonna holes. It's going to be the same like shit that happened in Pittsburgh. James Conner replaced Le'Veon Bell. Right. He did everything Le'Veon Bell did. Right, man. Motherfucker came from cancer. Man, he and did go. that. Here you go, man. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? He can't, you know, he did his thing. Man, talk about this idiot Jalen Ramsey, dog. That's actually my boy, man. What you what you think about that little how he came in? Ha Davis. Man, that shit had me rolling, dog. He wanna get paid too. He wanna get paid too. He deserved it. He another one of motherfuckers need to shut up. Shit, why? He bitch shit, he bagging shit up. Not last boy. Year. Not last year. The whole Jags the organization was bad last but year. It wasn't know, just him. It wasn't just him. Oh, okay. But you go out there and say, oh, and this quarterback that, horrible, this quarterback horrible, Josh Allen suck, and then on. Josh Allen whoop your ass. Man, that was the first year out of the years he's been talking shit of that ever happened to him. I bet you, you, know, I bet you don't happen to him. This is what, third year? Oh, exactly. The first two years didn't happen to him. Yes, last year was his second year, and they and they got torched. Well, guess what? My biggest thing is this. I guarantee he's going to come back. He's going to be top five corner in the league this year. Mm-hmm. That defense is gonna be back to where they need to be at, cause Tomlin, Tom, excuse me, Tom Coughlin, mm-hmm. he ain't having it. Well, you gotta look at Yannick Ngakwe, the pass rusher. He holding out. Um, he want to get paid. They got talent all over that field and this, all over that defense. When you have all the this talent, pick they on just got it was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted Josh Allen from Kentucky. <laughs> um, but when you look at all this talent you have, you have to somebody, somebody not gonna get paid. That's why you got to keep drafting. It's going to be a pipeline. Mm. Keep drafting. And that's why when Ngakwe holding out now, now you got a motherfucker <laughs> like Josh Allen that's going to come in there and do his thing. So, um, I'm, look, like, I'm looking at Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is a guy that talented, talented, talented. But he's just been noisy, just noisy, making a lot of noise. Listen, you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you produce. Yeah. Dion was the noisiest nigga I ever seen in my life. Yeah. Ray Lewis was a very noisy nigga. It might have been positive, but nigga, you still was talking a lot of shit. But guess what? Nigga was producing. Talk your shit, my nigga. They was winning, too. You gotta produce. They was winning. Exactly. That's the difference between Ramsey and them. But he gonna be a key factor in them winning. Yeah. What you think about Josh Rosen, though, out there? In uh, Miami? The rebirth of Rosen is what they call him. (laughs) Rebirth? 
You gotta be, you had to be born first. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, I'm a Josh Rosen fan, bro. I ain't gonna sit here like and act Josh, like that. I, I, I didn't say I thought he was the best quarterback out that draft. I did. He showed a lot of heart. He's very talented, but that organization got to put shit around him. They got I some. Was, they got some receivers. I want to make sure I let everybody know I was wrong as fuck too, because he damn sure won the best quarterback. But you know. Every, every uh, motherfucker be wrong right now. He got some receivers, but they don't have no offensive line. You got an offensive line, you ain't really got a chance. True. And that's another reason why a lot of people feel like Eli going to have a big year because they feel like they re-solidified their offensive line. Don't know how because they damn sure ain't draft no offensive lineman. Well, they traded for Kevin Seidler <laughs> from uh, Nate Soldras get his ass cooked last year. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I like I – like... That's supposed to be your best damn tackle, though. But they went out there and got Willie Hernandez. They drafted him last year, mm-hmm. and he was pretty good. Um, and then, like I said, Kevin Zeitler from Cleveland. They said that they, they redid the offensive line. They feel like Eli going to have a good year and all that. And we, we'll see. You know, they came out today saying Daniel Jones is exceeding their expectations. Yeah, we'll see about that too. He, he I'm telling you right now, man, I already went on record with you. You know what I said. But mm-hmm. I may make sure I be public with my shit because I don't hide for what I say. That boy weak as hell. And he going to be weak as hell in the league. How I'm the a- fuck you going to take dog number six from Duke? Yeah. The last time you seen a Duke quarterback be good. Uh Come on, man. Come on with this shit, man. I look at... I, 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 I all because this. this nigga... He, all because he practiced with Peyton Manning and them coaching shit, man, stop. Stop, man. The Manny camps. But Fuck the Manny camps. He's in, a, he's in a situation right now. He playing with house money. He's not expected to do good. <clears throat> oh, you talking about the quarterback? Yeah, okay. Daniel Jones. He's not expected to do good. Say, Everybody's saying he suck already. Everybody's saying he's going to be horrible. Yeah, yeah. So you can't... And you playing behind Eli. All you got to do is be marginally better than Eli. And they could be looking at him like, oh, he's the savior. It's funny that you say that because ain't, that ain't easy. Everybody, It sounds easy because yeah. how Eli performing until you got to get out there with the nigga up on the center and actually be marginally better. But you know he what? He can't be no damn marginally better than Eli. That boy ain't going to be good. But you know what the, the, the advantage he got? He playing with a. A beast and Saquon Barkley. You gonna play off the run? <laughs> yeah, you, you got you got a short-handed guy in Golden Tate. You got a good tight end, in Evan Ingram, Smooth Sterling defense. Shepard. Defense is growing. Smooth so now, defense. now, it, I, like I told you, I think they could be better than the Browns. I think the Giants are gonna play better football than the Browns this year, just because of the simple fact that you're gonna sit up here mm-hmm. and you're gonna have. You're not going to have outside distractions. You're not going to have any of that bullshit. And you got a, a coach in Pat Shermer who's been there before. They don't have that this guy that's, oh, I got all this success outside of football. I don't really need to listen to you. I'm Odell Beckham. But think about this, though. Th- think about this. The defense in your division. Mm-hmm. The defense in your division is good. Philly defense, mm-hmm. decent. Washington defense, very underrated. Yeah. We know Dallas defense, mm-hmm. very good. Very good, very good. You, you trying to tell me Daniel Jones is going to go out there and, and make it happen, huh? I'm not going to say he's going to make no. it happen. I'm just I'm saying that all he has to do is be – they're going to have him be a game manager. Run the football, try to play tough defense, and try to steal at the end of the game, kicking all that bullshit. That's what they're going to try to do. The one thing that I have to agree with that you did bring to my attention, I want to make sure I always get credit when when I'm supposed to. You told me that he was more athletic than what I thought. Mm -hmm. And looking at the tape, he was getting down, like Mm -hmm. boogieing. Like, I will say that. Now He can run the football. Once again, though, this is the NFL. Everybody fast. But this is is where I I get at. Mitchell Trubisky is a flat-out bum. (laughs) 
He's a bum. What? Mitchell Trubisky's a bum. Look what school you went to, North Carolina. Where's the last fucking quarterback come from North Carolina? Man. This is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is Trubisky 2.0. <laughs> The thing is, he got Saquon behind him. But but Mitchell Trubisky ain't looked that bad, bro. Man, Trubisky horrible. If you sit back and watch Trubisky play, you can be like, man, this nigga is trash. He's better than uh, Daniel Jones, I bet. You want to make that bet right now? You can make a bet right now. The first bet on first first party. The first bet on first party. I'm taking Mitchell Trubisky over that nigga. Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones will be better than Mitchell Trubisky. Fuck no, man. Fuck no. Let's let's compare the first three years of their career. Okay, cool. How long? This is about to be Mitchell's third year, right? Yeah. Yeah. First year was some trash. Last year was some bullshit. That was the Khalil Mack show last year. Tariq Cohen show hey, last my, year. Hey, what's his name? He gonna, he gonna be at best a game manager. At best, at best. And if Alex Smith couldn't do it, what the fuck you think Daniel Jones gonna be able to be Alex a game Smith manager? Never play with no motherfucking. Uh, so you think Saquon you, you think this motherfucker Saquon just be the end or the be all, huh? Saquon, hey, this motherfucker is a beast. He good, man. I ain't saying I love Saquon. He good, man. But let's understand that the defense that you're going against in that division, that's six games right there. You went against that defense last year, and look at the numbers he put up. Now you got – now you got – But now you got bum-ass Daniel back there, though. I ain't no baby no more. Daniel's no son. No more. Hey, <laughs> Daniel's son might slip. Put on the money, Daniel. He'll put on – he'll throw yeah, a rope, man. Stop, though. All right, you know what? What about Nick Foles and the Jags? got to talk about that storyline, too. <sighs> Nick Foles uh, – the Jags, for the for the most part, people have been thinking that they just need a quarterback to not turn the ball over. True. And and just put the ball on the money. But Nick, it, the Jags looked like we talked about just a couple minutes ago. The Jags looked at bad last year. A lot Everybody went, was disappointed. Like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, y'all don't call me a hypocrite. A lot went wrong last year for the Jags. Wow. Office. <laughs> they had, look, look, wow. You, wow. Fournette got hurt. Are you a hypocrite, bro? You going to just talk about my man Jalen Ramsey and turn around and say. Because he didn't get hurt. Oh, he didn't get hurt. Still, he underperformed. Still, man. But let me tell you what, what, what did happen. Fournette got hurt. They had two or three injuries on the offensive line. Marquise Lee Torres ACL. That's your top receiver. Mm-hmm. You let go of Mercedes Lewis, who is your top tight end. Blake Bortles didn't have much to do to deal with. I don't give a damn if Blake Bortles had all pro receivers around him. He still couldn't get them the ball. He got him, he got him to the playoffs, and he was effective. I got something else for you for first of the party. Go ahead. Go ahead. Since you brought Blake Bortles. Go ahead. He going to finish the season over there in L.A. Who? L.A. where? Rams. Over who? Jared Goff? Yeah. Man, I knew, bro. Why I tell you about doing shit before you come on the air? You tripping right <laughs> no. now. Don't be drinking, don't be smoking before you come on air, dog. Because you out here wilding right now. Jared Goff don't have his favorite receiver in Cooper Cup. You got injuries with Ty Gurley. Everybody, remember the report came out after the Super Bowl. They said that dog McVay tell him where to go with the ball before he snapped the ball. (laughs) That's why he sits behind. That's why he sits behind on the play. He's at the end of the field, watching from the back. He tells him what receiver to throw the ball to. Y'all look at his numbers the second half of the season. He looked like he was playing for Jeff Fisher again. I ain't no way in the – first of all, I got the Rams winning that division. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't I got believe Francisco none of that, that witchcraft you just shot to put on first of the party. <laughs> That's some straight bullshit you on. Right. You tripping right now. Ain't no way in the hell. Watch what Borders do with I watched Jared Goff. I watched Jared Goff 
grow. And I'm just going to leave it like that. I'm not going to sit here. Y'all don't give a damn if McVay is telling them to throw. He still got to get it there. If you want your quarterback. Man, no, he still got to get it there, though. Where should I throw the ball, coach? He can't. He, that tells me he can't read defense. Shit, Cam Newton can't read defense. And that motherfucker went to the Super Bowl and won a goddamn MVP. He can run all over defense. <laughs> True. <laughs> what else we got, man? Will the Redskins rookies pan out? I know one rookie will. <laughs> Haskins. I know Haskins going to pan out. Man, Montreal Sweat going to pan out. I hope so. I, I mean, if he pans like out, that'd be a good defensive move. But yeah. they got an issue with Trent Williams. If <laughs> yeah. Trent Williams don't come to camp, yeah. that going to fuck up Haskins. But uh, her, from what they said, Williams won out. Just pure, I don't even want the money. I just want to get traded. Shit, you want to is Washington. Them motherfuckers don't even know how to win over there. I, I mean, I like their roster. A lot of people don't like the roster. I like they got two tight ends and Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed. Bro, you just a super fan of this super fan of this two tight end shit. I love that That's shit. all you've been talking about every I, damn episode. I love two tight ends. Man, fuck them two tight ends, It's bro. unpredictable. You don't know if I'm running the ball or I'm passing it. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, my thing is, if you ain't Brady, leave that shit alone. <laughs> Hey, it's been successful so look, for the Eagles. We ain't forget it's still grade time. AFC grades. We got to get it going. We Let's got, just go into it right now. Look, Let's we got the it. Bills. We got the Dolphins. We got the Pats, of course. We win that motherfucker every year. And who the fuck? The Jets. Give me the Jets and the Bills. All right, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead. I'm going well, to start off with? I'm going to start off with the Bills. All right. The Bills went all in on the offensive line. They won some games. Jet, Jet, man, Josh Allen. I'm a fan. Jo- I'm a fan of Josh I Allen. I seen what he did to Detroit. All what the. Fuck? I love Josh Allen. Dog, dog is big. Young Big Roethlisberger, dog. No, Ben Roethlisberger, bum and a rapist. Um, oh my god, bro. But um, you could tell it's football season. Can't yes, y'all? yes, yes. This is bathroom being, <laughs> bathroom being. But back to Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen. Chill out. They gave him some weapons, weapons that fit his game style. You got to remember, Sean McDermott was the uh, offensive coordinator in Carolina mm-hmm. the year that they went to the Super Bowl where they didn't have a lot of flashy weapons. Mm-hmm. They just have, what, uh, Funches, uh, just small little weapons. You know, just enough to yeah, – Carolina don't believe in having receivers yeah. and shit. They don't. He did the same thing over in Buffalo. They kept Zay Jones. They got a guy, a slot guy like Cole Beasley. John Brown can stretch the field. John Brown go play the Ted Ginn role. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got Zay Jones. Professional route runner. Yeah. Every since he was drafted. And, and Cole Beasley. They went out there and they're loading up on running the ball. They're going to run the, the offensive line. They, they retooled the whole offensive line. They went out there, drafted the offensive line, signed offensive line to free agency. They want to run the ball. They see what Josh Allen can do with running the ball. They got Shady McCoy back there still. They got the ageless wonder, Frank Gore. Then they went out there and also signed T.J. Yeldon. They went double back in the draft. That's why everybody's saying that they might trade Shady Mm -hmm. or let him go. I wouldn't. I would just double off on running the ball. Running back, running the ball by committee. Similar to what Baltimore did last year. Mm -hmm. Defense, look what they did. They drafted Ed Oliver. The defense is already, already stingy. Stingy. They got Hughes. They got Trent Murphy. The secondary is stingy. Tredavious White. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker, man. Them boys, <laughs> them boys order to create turnovers. They get on the quarterback. They get to the quarterback. And they just, I love what they did and all season. And they got Kevin Johnson, too, bro. Yeah. In the corner. Yeah, he played Johnson. for the Texans, you know, last few years. He had big corner. The only thing that I didn't like that they do, but, I mean, this is business, though. They got rid of Charles Clay. He would have been a good tight, tight end. end. A good tight end with them. They brought in Tyler Croft, who was a blocking tight end. 
Yeah, they did. So he's like another offensive lineman. So I mean, now you say you had the, you said you had the Bills and who else? The Jets. All right, so I got the Dolphins and the Pats. I'm I give the Bills a B plus. I ain't mad at that grade because I they didn't. I don't feel like they lost too much. I feel like they gained damn near the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they ain't did really a really good shit. job. I love what they did. So uh, we'll save the we'll save the the pass for that. They gonna win that motherfucker anyway. Fuck it, the Dolphins. Fucking Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers want to go get Josh Rosen. That's a plus. Ryan Fitzpatrick. They got Dwayne Allen. That's a plus. Tight end. Yeah, I like I like Dwayne Allen. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Honestly, I don't know. Fitz Magic. I don't know, man. I don't know. They got uh, Akeem Spence, D tackle, and then they got who? Akeem Spence. <laughs> man, let me do my. Now, he played though. Detroit too. I still don't know who he is. But then they lost Ryan Tannehill. They lost Frank Gore, Danny Amendola. I mean, they they lost too much, bro. They lost Cameron Wake. They best defensive. Like, come on, man. Josh Sitton, they guard. Yeah. I'm going to just get these niggas like a – or give them a D. Fuck it. I'll get them these an F. <laughs> dog. These motherfuckers ain't do shit. They ain't do shit, dog. We're not going to be nice to you motherfuckers. Y'all get paid millions for this shit. They I could have put together shit, a better team. dog. That shit wild, bro. They need an offensive line. They didn't it's make... like they don't even give a fuck to y'all in this. Y'all just giving the Patriots two wins no, every year. They have skilled players. They have skilled position players. And for all you Patriots fans that's listening right now that's about to say, oh, man, they play us hard every year. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Y'all, we lose, all y'all, know be, partying. What's y'all be partying in Miami. Yeah, that's what happened. Showing off the fucking trophy and shit. That's Albert you... Wilson. Come on, man. They got Albert Wilson. They got Devontae Parker, Kenny Steels. They signed Dwayne Allen. They still got uh That's what I'm saying. That's the, that's probably their best shit is they receiving court. And the running back. They got dog from uh the to Bama. Um What's his name, man? Who? Uh oh man, what's his running back name, man? Uh 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 Damn dog. Uh, I don't know. Man, I gotta, I gotta look it up. But he, he, he's straight. We talking about Devin Singletary? No, they drafted. They him. drafted him. No, it's the tailback that's been there for. Man, what's his name, dog? Uh, it ain't T.J. Yeldon. No, not T.J. Yeldon. Fuck, I come back. Fat, it ain't fat ass. No, uh, it ain't Henry. Henry over there in Tennessee. No, nah, not talking about Henry. I said fat nigga, the fat motherfucker. Trent Richardson. No, no, not Trent. The other, what's the nigga that he was in uh, Green Bay? Oh, Eddie Lacy. Hell no. <laughs> No, no, but they have skilled players. Mm-hmm. They got the skilled position players, That's it. That's but you don't have an offensive line. Defense, you let the defensive players go. Defensive linemen just walk out the door. Like that ain't like they ain't shit. Like now, you don't need now, no Like last right? year, you know, they, they do have uh, – they went out there and, and got Mika Fitzpatrick. You know what I'm saying? That was solid. You know what I'm saying? It was okay. You got Xavier Howard. But you got to put motherfuckers in front of them. Yeah, they got to cover motherfuckers for 30 seconds. <laughs> and they ain't going to have nothing but three seconds to get the ball off. Like, come on, man. Like this All I'm, They just be giving away fucking wins. Man, these niggas got to have some for me. You being nice, dog. I'm giving them niggas a D, man. You was nice I on the last no, episode, I know, I ain't gave nobody no Fs yet, bro. Man, you but them get, niggas, but, but the Bengals and them Fs, niggas, dog. they should have been Fs, bro. Man, man you, you right. You being nice, dog. <laughs> Damn, fuck these niggas, man. Come on with the Jets, dog. The Jets, man. Lev Bell, Le'Veon Bell, man. I like what they did, man. I really love what they did defensively. They added C.J. Mosley. That shit hurt. Man. Yeah, Avery Williamson. You know, they, they, he was there for the Jets. Uh, so, they got two linebackers that can cover. They can run. Mm-hmm. I love that. They got a front line. Henry Anderson, Steve McClendon. They got Leonard Williams. And then they went out there. Fuck and dr- y'all go get Trevor Simeon, folks. 
<laughs> motherfucker ain't gonna play. Yeah, this nigga just filled a roster spot. They drafted Quentin Williams, oh, so the yeah. defensive line is really good. They got two linebackers and they in a three four. So uh, so they um they got two linebackers in the middle in the, in the middle. I would really love to draft a Jachapalite. Jachapalite, if you look at his tape from Florida, also a linebacker, beast, getting to the quarterback. He came to the combine. He, he just performed horrible at the combine. Mm-hmm. The good thing about it is you got tape of when he played at Florida. He was really good. You got a whole OTAs. You had all the training camp, mini camps, all this shit. Get him in the shape to, to play or whatever. He said he was out of shape. He looked out of shape going into the combine. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Uh, you go out there, you get Brian Poole from Atlanta, slot corner. You got Tremaine Johnson. You got the beast at strong safety, LSU's finest. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams Marcus May. Game, yeah. Marcus May from Florida. This team is loaded. They loaded on defense. On offense, you go out there and get. But that's been a problem with the Jets for like 10 years. You motherfuckers stay putting a good defense on the field, but y'all offense stay lacking. But with Le'Veon, though, hey. And then that motherfucker Sam Darnold, he got a lot of catching Sam up Darnold, to do to, Sam to Josh uh, Allen. Sam, Sam Darnold had a good year last year. Um, I like. Um, I like the receivers. They went out there and, and got uh, Jamison Crowder, slot guy from Washington, mm-hmm. to go with the fast burner, Robbie Anderson. You know what I'm saying? They got Quincy and Nunwa. You know what I'm saying? Those are solid weapons. Robbie Anderson underrated, too. And he fast as hell. So you get the guy that fast off the play action, that's going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Lev Bell catch the ball out the backfield. So that's another receiver for Sam Darnold. And Marshall Falk. He can run the ball. So I love what they did. I gave them a – I gave them – I gave him a B plus. I would have gave him an A if they got another pass rusher. Because okay. pass rushing has been an issue for them. All right, it's time to get to the defending champions of the National Football League, the irritating ass New England Patriots. They wouldn't be the national champions if uh, D four jumped off sides because <laughs> Brady bitch ass threw a pick. But this is that's another um, for stupid another, bitch. Another day. <laughs> lined up off sides, you idiot. Go ahead, man. That Christian Wilkins pickup, that rookie for the Pats, that's that was nasty. Christian Wilkins. I mean, uh, Chase Winovich. I'm tripping yeah. Chase Winovich. I don't know why man. I put this nigga on my line. Ch- Chase, Chase Winovich out of Michigan, Michigan. so underrated, bro. Nikhil Harry, that wide receiver. Big boy. Big fella. Brady, big target. Like, come on, man. Uh, I don't really know about that corner they drafted. Joe John Williams. I got to do some research on it, do some tape yeah, on it. Long, long corner, tall. But look, man, they, they lost some motherfuckers over there, boy. They lost Chris Hogan, mm-hmm. big wide receiver. Uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, you know, he a trickster, reverse utility guy. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne Allen, tight end. Mm-hmm. And everybody know the big guy. They lost Rob Gronkowski, man. Yeah. And they lost Trey Flowers to Detroit. I mean, they, they lost a lot. And I still think these motherfuckers going to be good. They got Demarius Thomas. He coming off of Achilles. I don't give a shit, man. He, I don't even know if he's going to play this year. He tore that Achilles at the end of the season. So Austin Safaria Jenkins, another big yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a nice target. Benjamin yeah. Watson from uh from New Orleans, yeah. big target. They got Michael Bennett, defensive end, and they went and got Jamie Collins again for linebacker. <laughs> man, and, listen, and look, Jamie Collins hasn't done nothing the last two, three years, but he's going to go over there and he going to Imagine, Remember Collins. what he did before, when, before he got traded to Cleveland? Yeah. He was balling over there. They Man. lost a lot though. I, I, and I think right I, now I get them. I actually I get a Patriots a C plus, and I know that sounds crazy, but they it don't even matter. They lost a lot, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it don't matter. But them niggas gonna find a way to. I, I think it's time. This this is the this is the this might be the year that they get knocked off. 
This might be the year that they don't win that division. It's so crazy. I'm so tired of saying it. I don't even say it no more. I was like, when it happened, it's just gonna happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, 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 they should be in a battle with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Should be. Ooh, man, the Jets. They let me down year after year when it comes to that Patriots. When it comes you know down to getting to the quarterback, that's what slows Brady down. But you gave him a C. Mm-hmm. They lost a lot. Only reason why I ain't giving worse than a C because all the shit that they lost, just because they're the Patriots. And I know I'm supposed to be going on strictly all season, but. I can't get no defending champion, no Lord and no C, man. I know what they're going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know they're going to they gonna be there. They're going to figure it out. They always do. So, unfortunately, anyway, them motherfuckers is irritating as hell. What we got next, man? Basketball, man. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. We still got some basketball shit for y'all. Man, we got basketball shit coming up. Stay tuned. First of the party. We ain't done with the hoop, man. No, sir. We on the last legs of basketball, dog. Yes, we is. We got some news trickling in, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it going. So we want to talk about uh, how uh, Zion Williamson, he just is the newest member of the Jordan brand. He decided to, you know, sign with Jordan. So tell, tell the people how you feel about it. Uh, a nice lucrative deal, just shy of what LeBron did. I think it was a seven, was it seven-year $75 million deal, something like that. Yeah, I think LeBron was, what, 7 and 90? Yeah, so, seven years, 90 you know, he got paid. Young fella got paid. Um, don't really care for the shoe because outside of Jordan, his shoes ain't been sweet. Um, yeah, outside of the retro. Yeah, Kawhi's ain't been good. The Russes ain't good. I like the Why Nots. The, the Why Not 2.0, they weird, but I hooping them motherfuckers. Go crazy, too. I ain't, I ain't even like the Wades. Those bitches was terrible. So, uh, the Mellows was bad. Well, some of the Mellows was bad, but the Chris Pauls, they yeah, was bad. The Blakes bad. The Blakes was bad. The drummers is stupid. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we gonna, you know, uh, I'm happy Young Dog got paid. Me too, man. I ain't really got no too big take on that. Just something that we had to put in the segment. Uh, Kyle Corver being signed to the Bucks was a big deal because you motherfuckers couldn't hit a jump shot in the playoffs. Um, big uh, deal. Big deal. And you, he, he's already, I'm sure y'all already seen it, but it's all been all on social media, him actually helping uh, Giannis shoot the ball because we know that's what Giannis need. And I'm glad that we actually seeing some of the progress. It ain't somebody just telling you, oh, he working on it. No, we seeing it too. And uh, I feel like that's a good, he know what he, where he weak in and he taking a step. I hope Ben Simmons, you taking notes, motherfucker. Well, you know, there's been videos of Ben Simmons already out here work, um, shooting. Shooting. Uh, Drummond, you need to shoot that motherfucker some more too. And I seen some videos of Drummond. Keep shooting, motherfucker. Uh, ben Simmons, uh, seen him shooting the ball. It looked good. Uh, I mean, he was knocking it down in a little run. So mm. it's the most we've seen him shoot ever. Ever. Drummond, uh, I seen it from you last year, pimp. They had videos of him shooting threes last year. He was knocking them bitches down. Yeah, and now you, I, and I just hope that Drummond is in the gym. That's all I hope. I just hope he's staying in the gym and he's doing his thing in the gym. Mm. And this, you know what I'm saying? Be in the gym all summer. Take take advantage of this all summer. Take that next step. Be great, man. You know what I'm saying? I see you knocking on all these threes and shit in the off season. Get comfortable shooting a three. Knock it down. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do that. And if you knock it down a three, I hope you already been working on your post game. Because you ain't got one. Man, you know what I'm saying? But kudos to them boys doing work in the off season. Timmy Duncan. That motherfucker back at it. Assistant coach for the Spurs. That, that shit makes was, so much sense. That man. motherfucker was bored, man. He was. He a boring motherfucker. Like, what is he doing? Like, what is he doing? He said the nigga had a job. <laughs> exactly. He had the same oh face. I call him video face Tim. Video game face Tim. 
He was like one of them old Sega video game faces that didn't change his expression. When he mad, he got the same face. When he sad and he happy, he got the same face. He just a boring motherfucker. Uh, it do make sense. Uh, work on the post game with some of these young players. Uh, I think it make more sense than what people think because no disrespect to any of the other assistant coaches and definitely not Becky Hammond, but Tim Duncan could be prepped to be the next head coach of the Spurs. That particular – one thing I respect about Spurs and everybody needs to respect about the Spurs is this. Win, lose, or draw, they're going to play like the Spurs. Yep. They have the exact same culture. They believe that this particular recipe works. Your grandma ain't out here changing her sweet potato recipe. It's the same recipe because it works. It's been winning. So that's the same exact thing that the Spurs do. It's been winning. And if when Pops decides he needs to step down or, or his time is done, you push somebody in there like Tim Duncan who knows that system in and out, now you continue with that winning culture. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Tim Duncan has always been a fundamental fundamentalist, always been a master at the fundamentals. And Timmy is very, very intelligent. He never really made too many bonehead-ass moves. On mm-hmm. He make basketball simple. Yeah. I think he going he gonna to learn the right way. He going to coach the right way. And I think it's perfect. He fit the Spurs uh, 100%. For sure. And then we just got news that Dame Lillard and uh, DeRozan, they bagging off of the USA team. I think what it what what we getting is you getting a lot of these guys. They see the parity in the NBA. They see that it's wide open. They're mm-hmm. not afraid of the Lakers. They're not afraid of the Clippers. Especially not Dame in Portland. Not afraid of Golden State. Dame ain't yeah. scared of no damn body. So I think Dame and them and you seen CJ withdraw uh, last week. Uh, these guys are going all in. They working on a game in the off season. These guys are working on their games. These guys are trying to win this championship. I love it. You, I love it too, man. Because my thing is. Let's just be real about it. It's a real – this is your biggest opportunity right now. If you've been in the NBA for a year or two or three, however long you've been in the NBA, it really don't matter. You understand what's happening. You understand what just happened. 13 All-Stars move within the first four days of free agency. That's unheard of. This has been the most active summer in NBA history. It's been the greatest free agency that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. With that being said, it's wild. right now is the time. And to be honest with you, man, I've always said this, and I don't want to get too deep into it. Do I really want to play for a country that don't really fuck with me? That's for another day, though. But anyway, uh, they say Magic Johnson fucked up the uh, deal. He went out there and was being Magic Showtime, and he went out there and fucked up the deal to Kawhi. Kawhi said that he eliminated the Lakers immediately after Magic Johnson went public, saying that he had a private conversation with Kawhi. And I believe it. I believe that it's 100% true because Kawhi is a private person. He's down to earth. He keeps things to himself. You want to go out there and run your mouth, Magic? Now you didn't fucked it up. I'm going to the Clippers. Magic, uh... Damn, You've been fucking shit up for the for fucking three decades, bitch. I'm a Laker fan. First, this nigga lied about having AIDS. Bro. You the fattest nigga with AIDS. Now you do this Kawhi shit. He did this on purpose because Jeannie Buss. Yeah, he did, bro. He did that shit on purpose. That's was, all I'm about to say. Fucking Rapalinka and wouldn't suck a sick dick. I'm tired of this nigga, man. man. I'm tired of him, man. Look at my nigga. Look at Steve Ballmer. Ballmer on there. He said, he, Whoa, as he was hype as hell. He, he hype as hell at that press conference. The Clippers today. was the only team to follow the rules. Yep. They was the quietest team in this. I mean, they wasn't that quiet because we knew that they was a big factor. They was going to be in the running. But they was the quietest team. They didn't say shit. They, but, but more importantly, though, 
Kawhi told them to go get another superstar, and they went and got one. Yeah, they went. They went matter of fact, not only they went and got one, like you said, they went and got a motherfucker who was an MVP candidate. Yeah, he was in the race. Yeah, that, you go out there, and you, you not only do you do that, but then you go out there and they was quiet. You seen the Toronto? They had a fucking chopper following this motherfucker, <laughs> like he was OJ. I'm gonna tell you something too, man. I tell, I say a last episode, and I don't go back on my word. Every time I look at the Lakers roster, I be like, every day I be like, damn, yeah, I can see why motherfuckers really feel like they're gonna win. Man, I just looked at this Clippers roster, and I and I swear, and I'm like, these motherfuckers, that that roster, all it says is I'm hungry. That is a hungry fucking roster. And bro, they, got, that, they got killers on that they roster, They got a unique bro. roster. They Man, I love that fucking they got roster, two, They got two oh motherfuckers on that, on that bench that can go for 20. And Harold and Lou Williams. <sighs> Lou Williams can go for 30. Sweet Lou. And, not, and they're not even going to start. They're not even going to start. nobody talking about my nigga Pat Ben. Fuck y'all if y'all don't talk about Pat Ben. Fuck y'all. Because Pat Ben is a game changer. He... <laughs> You pressing motherfuckers 94 feet, and then your point guard got to make a decision. Do I try to get it to my left wing with Paul George hounding, or do I try to get it to the right wing with Kawhi hounding? Like, my nigga, that is tough. They going to they 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 test, test motherfuckers' temperature. Hell yeah. That defense is going to be really, really strong. You can switch off of, of Beverly to get Beverly off of you, then Kawhi right there. And I'm going to tell you something, too. I'm going to say this right now. Paul George has always had dog in him. Always. Kawhi, he has a dog in him, which is very, it don't say nothing. But his his play shows you the dog. Pat Bev, he a dog. Montrez Hero, dog. But the thing I like about Paul George's dog, when you be around somebody that got that dog and that's aggressive, you 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 tend to raise your shit up, mm-hmm. right? He just came off of an 82 game season with some of the with, with one of the most craziest dogs in the game at, at Westbrook. That just don't go away overnight. No. Now he gonna bring that type of dog to the Clippers. My goodness, man. I'm. I wouldn't. I ain't trying to score against these motherfuckers, man. They gonna frustrate the shit out of some teams. But the Lakers match up real well with them. They do. Cause you know they can guard guys on perimeter, but I, I don't trust them guarding AD in the block. So or Boogie. Oh, oh, yeah. But we'll see. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. But Brian got a pick. Who you gonna guard, Brian? Kawhi? You gotta guard somebody. Or PG? This year. Who you gonna? Who? What you gonna do, Brian? This is a make a break year for me and Brian. We made up, but <laughs> you talking about Taco Tuesdays and Space Jam, bitch? You better bring us something. Taco Tuesdays. Fuck this nigga got a do rag on. Man, for real. You need, you need to go home. And cut the ball. <laughs> you need to call them. Cut the murder one. For real. What else we got with this hoop shit, man? <laughs> shit, man. That's really all I got right now. Man, WNBA doing good. All-star, All-Star game, game coming up. Coming up. Ladies, hey, man, get ready. Aces been going nuts. Asia. Man, Liz Cambay. Liz Cambay went off last night. Man, them she girls. She went off last night. Hey, them girls, man. They 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 look good. Maya Moore, like, I'm about to lace them back up. <laughs> like, Maya Moore got to come back. That's the only thing that's probably going to stop them. Bro, you know what's so crazy, though? And I ain't even trying to be funny. When Maya Moore come back, I bet you she's still going to be fucking people up. She's going to come back whooping ass. I bet. It's probably, bro, I think this year all really going to do her justice. 
I don't think it's gonna do her any. I think it's gonna do her justice. She's gonna come back. You see, Diana Taurasi trying to come, you know, she's starting to get her legs up under. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's different because she came off surgery. Yeah. That girl just coming off of a year off. She, I just want to take this clarity. I need some mental clarity. She, she want, you know, she's doing her uh, Bible. St- you know, she's yeah. trying to become a uh, minister. That's what I'm saying. You come back with the Lord. You really, you really. She cheating. <laughs> she cheating. She using God. You coming that, back with no. the Lord, brother? Hey, it's on. That's like that's a PED. That's a PED. She cheating. Uh, <laughs> but man, that's uh I think that I think that might be it for episode uh, seven, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot more for y'all coming in uh coming weeks, man. Yeah, Especially this weeks. football going on. And we got some uh me and Breezy gonna really sit down and talk about this fantasy football. Right. Um so right as we get off of air, we're gonna really chop it up and get that going. I already had a few of my uh fans, uh excuse me, not my fans. I don't want to sound no asshole, but I had a few of my followers on Facebook already was in the inbox, like, hey, I'm trying to get on, I'm I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I got two guys that's ready right now. Ladies, we don't give a fuck. We encourage everybody if you really know football though, because this is gonna be a cash pot. We coming into it with fifty dollars. It's gonna be anywhere between ten to twelve people, so ten to twelve teams. You put your fifty dollars in that day, and the winner at the end of the season takes the pot. Winner go home. So this is the third year we've been doing it together, me and him, uh, me and LA or whatever like that. But this year it's gonna be the first of the party edition, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to take y'all money. Period. Oh man, I went to the I won it last year, so who won it last year? I did. You did? Yeah. I spanked your ass all last year too. Hey, I didn't play you in the playoffs. <laughs> so did, bro. I got my ass kicked in the playoffs, Man. bro. I be going crazy in the regular season. I think my girl beat you. Bet, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she learned from the chance. Some bullshit. <laughs> Look, man, that's all we got, man. First of the party, please continue to support us. And we do have a surprise for y'all coming up when we start getting to those double digits. We at episode seven. Please bear with us. Give us about three more episodes. Me and LA have a big surprise for y'all coming episode 10 or 11. We are working hard on it. Uh, I, I, I do want to say we're trying to get some collaborations, but we're trying to get the right people who know sports how we know. We know a lot of people that just talk about it. We're trying to make sure we have the correct people on the podcast because it's a certain vibe that we got, and we do not want to mess that up, okay? So, you got anything? No, we signing off, man. First of the party, man. We out. Yep.